You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about pro wrestling scorecards. We're going to talk about how they're going to lose to us, and we are going to have them donate $100 to a charity of our choice, and we are making that choice today on the show. Uh, We're also going to be making our Pro Wrestling Scorecards picks for Survivor Series, and Pro Wrestling Illustrated came out with their top 50 tag teams. We're going to talk a little bit about that and more this week on... Professional wrestler and professional podcaster, Colt Boom Boom Cabana. My name is Killer Cross. This is the Smoke Show, Scarlet Bordeaux. What's up, guys? The After Machine, Brian Cage. This is Ryan from Pro Wrestling Tees. Sadly, you are not listening to The Art of Wrestling, but you made a decent choice because you're listening. You are now listening to... And you're listening... And you're listening to... You listen to Breaking Down the Ring. 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 Bring it down. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening, you are watching, you are paying attention to the most inappropriate pro wrestling show in the motherfucking world. You're listening to Breaking Down the Ring. We are your ring crew. That he doesn't, that he doesn't amuse I was you. Dude, I am Smitty. <laughs> I am Koenig19. I'm just Walt. Or, or as my street name is, uh, Wally Drip Drip. And me, the TikTok star himself, the all-Mikey one, Mikey himself. Ladies and gents. No, uh, I thought Kesha was a TikTok star. No, though, she started that song, and now I'm blowing up on it, so it's making me money. So I'm really cool. So, so would you say it's going down, and is anyone yelling timber? No, no, no. <laughs> um, however, someone did ask if I had an OnlyFans. On my first ever live, so I think it's, they're yelling Tinder. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not a joke. Uh, callback. Callback to it, something from years ago. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, but that's not a joke. Like, literally, the third comment I received on my first ever TikTok live was, Do you guys have an OnlyFans? Because Holly was with me. So I'm like, What? No, I don't. No one wants to see me naked. Gross. Do you have an OnlyFans? <laughs> Vegas does. You do, co- or, but she does. Do and that's why she lost her job. What? No, no one wants to see me in anything. What, silent Bob. I'm just gonna walk around as Silent Bob. Pay to see me dress up as this fat guy in an overcoat. <laughs> Dudes be like, "Are you like an asshole while you do it?" <laughs> no, that's the girl. She looks the assholes. No one wants to see me in an OnlyFans. Although, you know what? I think that's a lie. 
I'm pretty sure I can get a lot of gay guys on OnlyFans. Yeah, you make a good band. Some money. <laughs> it's 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 not like I'm working right now. Light bulb. <laughs> um. So look, let's talk about this. We've been uh, talking about how we were going to be announcing a charity for quite a while now. We're pro pro wrestling scorecards and us. We're doing a every pay-per-view for the rest of 2020. We are on to, I believe our eighth pay-per-view currently and maybe ninth. No, I'm sorry. Maybe seventh. Maybe it's seventh. And okay. What the fuck? Sorry. That was bad. Um, <laughs> we now have our charity and our charity is a really good one. And it's a local one here in Michigan. And if there's anything that, you guys have known about us uh, as the ring crew. We've always tried to do something for charity. We, we try to give back. It's not just about us. Yes. We're the most inappropriate pro wrestling show. Yes. We're assholes. Yes. We say some ridiculous fucking things, but the bottom line is anytime we can give back to a, a community that uh, needs it, we gladly will, you know, we have on breaking down the ring.com. We have our charities, uh, you go breaking down the ring official merch. And then on the mindless nexus website, just click charities and both of those shirts, uh, the Breaking Down the Ring Pride shirt and the For the People shirt, both donate 100% of their profits to charities. It's one of them, the Pride shirt, it goes directly to the Trevor Project. And the For the People shirt donates uh, to the NAACP Legal and Defense Fund. Not the NAACP, the Legal and Defense Fund, which is completely nonprofit. And it's all about, one, helping people um, who uh, – people of color, black and brown people um, in – legal battles that are stupid, right? Uh, they shouldn't be having to deal with, but at the same time, it's about educating people uh, to further understand the true past, not like a whitewashed past, you know, of things so they can grow, so they can become better, so they can um, move forward and help not just bring forward all of the, uh, the, the problems, all the systematic problems, but have a better education for it so you could talk to somebody about it rather than just being pissed off and angry about it because we're all pissed off and angry about it. But to better educate someone else means that they can understand the side that they weren't uh, getting in the first place. So that kind of plays a part into this one that we are choosing right now. It's a local Detroit one. We've already done stuff with Gleaners, the food bank here. Uh, we did that a couple years ago. But this is a local one, uh, the Capuchin Kitchen. As I say that right, Smitty? Yes. Okay, so the Capuchin Kitchen is uh, a local soup kitchen here in Michigan. Uh, I'll read their mission right off to their website. By the way, you can go to their website, cskdetroit.org. Uh, again, that's cskdetroit.org. Uh, and their mission is inspired by the life and spirit of St. Francis of Assisi. We tend to tend to people's basic needs, especially the need for food, strive to stimulate minds and nourish spirits, and work to understand and address root causes of social injustice in our community. And all we do, we seek to build alliances with others who share a commitment to this vision. And honestly, that right there is a mission statement that anyone should be able to get behind. Because it's not just taking care of needs now, it's also taking care of needs for the future of the community. And that's amazing. I, I don't think that anyone can deny the helping people for the long run. You know, if you 
watch, you know, if, if you're, if you're a Christian, if you're anything and you, and you pay attention to the Bible, you know, there was that old proverb of, you know, uh, give a man a fish, you'll feed him for a day, teach a man to fish and you'll feed him for a lifetime. And that's, that's just it. You know, that's, that's what this is. You know, it's not just feeding people now, but it's also about educating people for the future and everything. And Smitty is actually uh, very familiar with this place. He used to volunteer there. Smitty, talk about your experiences. So pretty much with my grandmother's church and uh, to get my high school community uh, service hours, I did work at the soup kitchen. Um, they use they get people from the community to usually give out blankets and serve food to the homeless. That's what I was doing when I was there. But I do other kind of things, too. Apparently, they have, like, programs that um, they, they actually help people that don't know how to read, apparently, uh, from what I understand. But there's a lot there's – they do a lot of stuff for the community and specifically for the homeless. Okay. So That's awesome. What When you were there, um, I mean, how much time did you, did, were you able to give to them and stuff like that? And uh, what was what were things that you found rewarding? Oh, uh, so – when I was there with the church, I found it a little bit more rare when I was there with the church and when I was there for high school doing my community service hours. Um, if, like The things I found rewarding is uh, actually just helping people. That were, I've considered myself to be blessed and fortunate in life. I may not have what I want or everything I want, but I always have everything that I need. And um, we look at it. So what I find rewarding about <clears throat> is going out and doing something to help somebody else that has less than I do. Right. That's great, man. Uh, I've given some time to things myself. You know, uh, I'll be very honest. Um, I've done a lot of research for some of this stuff and I just never really made a pick, you know? And then, so when we were coming on, uh, talked to the, uh, obviously we run this through podcast Detroit. So I talked to one of the owners of podcast Detroit. I was like, man, what do you think? You know, because my first thought is he's done stuff. Podcast Detroit, one of the great things about being on this network is Podcast Detroit does a whole fuck ton of things for the community, for charity. Always, always, always. It's awesome. <clears throat> so I asked him and he's the one that mentioned this to me. And so in talking about it pre-show, that's when Smitty said that he had actually volunteered there. And so there, it, it just kind of, I guess that kind of just worked itself out rather than landing on something you know, talk to someone, give get a name, and then find out that one of our own hosts has a history with them. Sometimes things just fall into a a fate thing, you know, and and this is one of them. Uh, Nick, had you when I had mentioned the name, you had asked if it was pronounced. <clears throat> uh, asked if it was pronounced. So obviously, you've heard about this as well. Sorry, I got to clear my throat. So talk for a couple seconds. Yeah, they were, um, they did a, a little story on the soup kitchen on, I think it was Fox 2 Detroit a couple weeks ago. And I couldn't remember if it was pronounced uh, capuchin or capuchin, or I think I got it confused with a capuchin monkey. Um, but yeah, it looks like they're doing a lot of really good things. And, um, you know, especially when you can do more than just, you know, not to take away from any organization that just does one thing, but based on what Smitty's saying, they're doing a lot from, you know, providing uh, the homeless with uh, a bite to eat and opportunities to, you know, learn to read if they if they haven't or, or whatever the case may be. So to provide that service for a lot of people is, is awesome. I think it was a good choice. All right. Uh, that's that's uh, all we want to do. We'll definitely. Uh, so, again, if you want to check them out, <clears throat> CKSDetroit.org. 
uh, the Cappuccino Soup Kitchen, CK, I'm sorry, CSK, CSK Detroit. Dot org cskdetroit.org cappuccino soup kitchen make sure you guys go check that out uh smitty i asked you to send me something and you never did i'm trying to find it on my book right now on your book my netbook because i was gonna send it to myself then i was gonna email then i was gonna send it in a group chat so right now I keep, everything i keep finding right now is still back to the top 10 i gotta get back onto the twitter which, That's fine. Which, uh, Send me the top ten right now. We can at least talk about that as we're going. Right. <clears throat> uh, so, Pro Wrestling Illustrated well, also, has. I th- oh, go ahead. So I, I said I sent the top ten inside the uh, chat. Actually. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna go search for something now while we're live on the show. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated put out its top fifty tag teams. And in the top 50 tag teams, there's some controversy. There's some uh, wonderment. There's uh, – it's PWI. If there's anything that PWI brings, it's a discussion about what the fuck are you thinking, right? Because there are some times where they're putting people over. And I just feel like sometimes PWI is like uh, Melter's bitch, right? Because – there's been years that like Kenny Omega was the number one, the year that Kenny Omega was number one. It was like Kenny Omega had like one good fucking match this year. Like in New Japan, they don't, you know, they're not fighting that much, but like there was WWE guys that were running shit, putting on good matches and doing it more often. So it just gets weird to me that that's what they do. Um, so PWI put out their, uh, list of the top 50 tag teams. Smitty has sent that, uh, no, never mind. You didn't, uh, the criteria is momentum wins and losses, chemistry, I sent it. Oh, activity. I sent no, you sent it. Okay. I, I said, I was about to say you didn't, you sent the top five twice rather than five, uh, six through 10, but you didn't, um, momentum wins and losses, chemistry, activity, and it factor, it factor, it factor. That's a actual criteria to be on this list is it factor. Okay, you know how you ever, everyone here's watched Moneyball, right? Yes, I own it. All right. So, yeah, you should. It's fucking amazing. In Moneyball, there was a time where Brad Pitt, Billy Bean, was looking at these guys and they're talking about what they were saying and they were going, yeah, man, they just his look. He's got he's got a great face. He's a, he looks really good. What the fuck does that have to do with baseball? What does it fucking matter if you look good? But the, as a matter of fact, no I think if baseball. I think if you're ugly, it would make you play better. Marla you know? Hooch. Marla Hooch was amazing, one hundred percent. Fucking Vlad Guerrero. That is not a pretty dude, right? But it's man, he would, swing the, he would he would <laughs> swing at anything that was over or around the plate that wasn't hitting him. And that dude was knocking him out of the park. That dude was amazing. He did not have a good face. What the fuck does it factor matter if in this at all? Wow, well, I just realized we have the same shirts. That's why we do. We're we're just the same people. Yeah. You know, what an adorable matter. couple. I'm trying to switch this lighting out down in my basement right now. And- can't find a good spot without you just all you got to do is get the light off your ceiling out of it and we'll be able to see 
Try okay, to just do. take that down. <laughs> yeah, just turn it down. <laughs> take it down. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Momentum, wins and losses, chemistry, activity, it factored. Evaluation period was from October 1st, 2019 to September 30th, 2020. Uh, the top five. The number one tag team is FTR or the Revival, as they were known in WWE. Um, okay, look, I'm going to do. They were released in WWE and then had a 90 day non compete clause. They couldn't do anything, right? Or was this one of the teams that got out and did not have to worry about that? No, they had the 90 day non compete clause, but they were very so uh, active on social media. Okay, um, I don't care about what they did on social media because for three months during this process, they didn't compete. Hell, they were barely on Raw when they were there. <clears throat> they were barely on SmackDown when they're the end of it. Like they tried to do something with Randy Orton, didn't really happen. <clears throat> so they come into AW, they win the tag team championships. In October or was when was it uh, September? They won in September. What, what was uh not what was the last pay per view? Double or nothing? What was the last pay per view? No, full, before full gear. No, before full gear full was gear. the one that. Yeah. That's when they won. Um, they just passed. All out. Uh they won all, all out. out. Yep, September fifth, they won the AEW Tag Team Championships. September fifth. You know, 25 days before this ended. Um, explain to me how they're number one, somebody, please. I know they've been hella active since they've been at AEW because they did a lot of shit on Dark before they even threw them in on the titles yeah, on them. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't. If you took everything they've done in AEW so far and multiplied it by an entire year, then I could. Agree with that, right? They've so, done good in AEW, but I don't think they deserve to be at number one. That's what that's what I'm saying. How are they number one? I'm not saying they don't even deserve to be in the top ten. I'm saying why is exactly. why? I, I think some of it's a popularity factor. No, that's not, in here. that's not in here. That's not in the criteria. Doesn't I know? Wait, look. That's what I'm saying, Mike. I'm agreeing with you. It's like if if popularity became a part of the criteria. I can agree with them being at number one, but uh, I really don't agree with them being at number one. There's actually a team in this top five that I think should be at number one if you talk about the straight criteria. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that either. Um, I, I will say that's a great fucking background, Walt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get swifted. So they made their debut in AEW on May 27th, 2020. Their first match was June 10th, two weeks after the debut, right? Um, so June to September. Now, granted, I'm not saying they haven't been doing stuff in AEW. I'm saying they didn't win a tag title until September after their first match in June. And that's, if I'm not mistaken, three months? Three, Yeah, three months. Six to nine. There we go. So you got it all. They left... Uh, WWE uh, on April 10th. So they did, I, they did not have the 90-day compete clause. 
Because on April 10th, you couldn't have shown up until July something. So, okay. I'm retracting that a little bit. Uh, they had their ta- tag champion. They were tag team champions um, until January 31st, 2020. They held uh, – th- that was a SmackDown tag team champions. They were the Raw tag team champions uh, – I they were transition champions like twice. Mm-hmm. They were transition champions yeah. twice, once on Raw, once on SmackDown. And then when they like let go, maybe maybe the it factor is the fact that they won three tag titles within the um period time that time period. No, the yeah. it factor is they're not in WWE, and so you get like bonus points just for not being in WWE. But if that was the case, then the number four team would be number one. 100%. Who's the number four team? That, the number four team is the North, the, for the Mexican North. North or what? <laughs> no one ever answered my question. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, it was a stupid question. It wasn't dignified with an, it shouldn't be dignified with an answer, a proper answer. No. It was, so what? They're, they're Canadian. They're, they're Canadian. They're Canadian. I haven't put the Canadian. Oh, so, oh so, so they just took the Toronto Raptors uh, thing? Yes. And use it for acting. That's original. Yes. Nothing in wrestling is original. Everything in wrestling is original. <laughs> and, well, yeah, in the sixties. <laughs> 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 You're right. Fuck yeah, it was way back then. <laughs> um, so okay, the, the the revival had a couple of tag title runs here. Okay, maybe we're nitpicking with this. All right, um, but still. Having time off, getting fired, not having a title until, since, uh, what was it? The SmackDown tag, they lost it in January. January. Yeah. January 31st, 2020, they lost their tag title. So they didn't have a tag. They weren't tag team champions until September. So January to September, that's eight months. Eight months of this, they're not. Now, look, I'm telling you i'm about to bitch about number two as well okay oh i'm number, number two when i read this this that's what i'm saying like we're not i'm not just giving shit to the revival because they're in AEW. i just according to the criteria this doesn't make sense for them to be number one maybe top five going over this maybe top five okay not number two um, top they should be in the top 10 but not the top five number well two. when you look not at activity too, activity one of those pieces of criteria what activity you had uh, a a good chunk of time, nearly a quarter of the year where you weren't doing shit. And then a good chunk of time in the other, the first part of the year in late 2019, where you weren't really doing anything that fucking exciting. Okay. That's, yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm looking at, so like, I'm like, I have the full top 50 sitting right here in front of me right now. Good job. You want to send that to somebody? I, write, I had to write it down because I just kind of picked it. Just take a photo Twitter. of it, bro. I wrote in cursive. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Never mind. Don't just keep reading. Um, okay. So number two, uh, actually, I'm sorry. Number two is not the team that I had the, the bitch fest with. It's actually number three team. Number two is Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Look, man, they held those titles for a very long time. The AW tag team titles, they held for 228 days. All right. They won them January 21st, 2020. Okay. They held 
the these championships and had great matches all throughout uh, AEW, including in some of the uh, combined matches um, that they had, like the uh, Elite versus uh, the Inner Circle. You know, they it was one of the right. Kenny Omega, I believe, got the pinfall on that one too, right? Uh, was it Kenny? I know Sam Guevara took it, so I know Guevara took yeah. it. Yeah, I think you're he right. He did the one wing angel. He did the one wing angel off the thing, and then got the and got the pin. So again, I'm okay with number two. I, I I honestly think it makes sense for Omega and Adam Page to be up there, constantly wrestling. Even through all of the pandemic, and I, I get that the pandemic changes a lot here. I really do. But again, they won the belts January 21st, 2020. They held them until September 5th, 2020. They held a single belt and were dominant through eight months of this 12-month criteria. So 66% of the time, they held gold. They're right? probably the most dominant, the second most dominant team in the top 10. Definitely. I'll agree with that. Number three blows my fucking mind. As a matter of fact, I don't understand number three even being in the top ten. Because it was quick. It was, you know, they had a fucking hiccup. I can I, I, I understand why, because <laughs> they carry probably one of the most longest running storylines within the WWE. As it doesn't fucking matter. It, it Okay. Golden role model, Sasha Banks, Bailey, number three. They won the belts May 26, 2020. Okay. They lost the belts August 30th, 2020. Right. They 96 day reign. Um, I, Smitty, go ahead. You want to try and defend this a little bit? <laughs> like I say, they've been together longer than the damn title reign. They've carried on one of the longest, probably most interesting stories within the WWE for the last year. So that's the only reason I can think of why you would put them on here. It's not just the title reign, just what the title reigns are a part of the criteria. They've been probably one of the most active teams throughout the year. Um, on October 6, 2019, five days into the beginning of this criteria, the Kabuki Warriors of Asuka and Kyrie Sane won the women's tag team titles, right? They lost them 180 days later uh, at WrestleMania 36. They had double the reign that the uh, golden role models had. They also, don't forget, the golden role models were the first Two time, well, second, first or second, two time. Uh, second, because Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were the first. Okay, so they were the second two time winners, and the fact that they've both been women's champions at one point. Eh. Again, if it still doesn't matter, because then Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross held the belts at WrestleMania, and they held it for sixty two days, which is just under what the golden role models did and yeah, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were shut up. Oh, 
motherfucker. I have an Alexa in my goddamn fucking house. Now I got to turn it off. <laughs> Alexa, stop. And uh, Bliss and Cross. So Bliss and Cross. I can't say her fucking first name. <laughs> Bliss and Cross held the belts for 30 days less than them. Were featured all over WWE programming. As a matter of fact, Moment of Bliss is on every fucking week, no matter what. Granted, I'm not saying that Banks and Bailey aren't, because they are. But again, you're talking a 30-day difference in a title reign because both of them won their second title reign. Both of them are every week on uh, television. Going across all three shows at that point, too. Yeah. I, I can't fathom Banks and Bailey being in the top five. I can't. I really can't. And, and also, because there's other... Bliss and Cross fell to 22. Well, my, my yeah. biggest issue with, with, the, uh, with the Bailey with the go to row models is even when when they were the tag champions, the tag titles weren't the focal point of the team. It was about the individual titles. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I, as much as I like both of them, I don't think they should be that high. Right, and that's all we're saying. Like, look, it's documented well that I rip on AEW as much as I can. Uh. The top two teams on this list are AEW teams. Number two, I'm okay with. Like it makes sense. They're ran. They were dominant. They again, you know, it was a lot about it was about the tag team. But that number one team should not be at number one. Number three is a fucking WWE team. And I'm saying they shouldn't be in the top fucking ten. Period. At all. Especially when the Kabuki Warriors, who had doubled the title reign, were featured all over the place as well, are falling to number nine. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, number four is a team that I honestly feel um, probably should be number one. Smitty, you're raising no, your you, hand. Uh, no, because I agree with you. I agree 100%. I, I think the North is – granted, I get the impact is the redheaded stepchild of pro wrestling right now, which blows my mind because of how good impact is. Um, the North held the titles for over a year. Over a year, they lost it at Slammiversary to the Motor City Machine Guns. No, the week after. The week, oh, yeah, yeah, the week after because they, uh, the Motor City Machine Guns, yes, you're correct, I'm sorry. So the week after Slammiversary, the North lost the tag team titles, the Impact World Tag Titles, to Motor City Machine Guns. Um, over 365 days that they hold this, of course, that's the only one I don't have pulled up, Impact Tag Titles. And they also want to back at Bound for, They also want to back at Bound for Glory right before the criteria ended. Yeah, there you go. So the Impact World Tag Team Champions. I'll go. And they were out of uh, what three hundred seventy something days, I believe it was, or three hundred eighty. Wait a second, I'll look at it. But yeah, the North has been one of the most dominant tag teams in all of professional wrestling, and they wrestled through the pandemic. Uh, even though they pretty much did little goofy squash matches throughout Canada during uh, most of it, when they got back to doing tapings, they were still like these guys are really good. Uh, I believe they are what FTR could possibly be. FTR could actually, if FTR could be consistent with some place, they were consistently right. booked correctly. And like I said, right now, I think FTR versus the uh, North would be a hey, like if you if there was bipartisan wrestling, FTR versus the uh, North would be probably one of the best matches there. I think. We, we could be treated to it'd be like an old school kind of hard hitting, uh, like Smash Mouth type brain busters versus Heart Foundation type de- type deal, right? 
Um, the North won the belts July 5th, 2019, obviously well before the criteria started of October 1st, 2019, but they lost it July 19th, 2020, which is nine months into this. I'm sorry, 10 months into this, uh, whole criteria. All right. They won it back October 24th. It was not in this time period. Um, but again, consistently featured main tag team. Constant great work rate. Ethan Page is spectacular on social media as well, if we're going to bring that into the thing. And again, uh, chemistry. Come on, man. These guys are fucking great. They are spectacular to watch in the ring. Their chemistry is great. Right <clears throat> I guess we're they taking it away from them for it factor. What do you mean? Because they don't it have fact- the good looking face? Uh, because they're not in WWE or AEW. But that's an it factor. Let's be very honest. That is an it factor. The impact is the, like I said, redheaded stepchild of professional wrestling. If you're an impact, you're automatically given a lesser grade than anyone in WWE, anyone in AEW. Period. That's just how it is. Say that in niggas. No, well, no, that's because, and I'm speaking as a general wrestling fan, impact is not a bit, I can't watch impact anywhere. It's not readily available on on every streaming. Yeah, you can't. I have YouTube TV. That's what I watch. I don't. I can't get it. I don't get impact on YouTube TV. It's on Twitch. That's what. I, it's, not, it's not available. Yes, it is on Twitch. Have, no, I don't have a Twitch. I'm not getting a Twitch. You don't have to get a Twitch. You can just go to the website twitch.tv. I'm and not downloading anything. No, I don't want. It's to. not. It's you not don't not have to download. It. It. <laughs> I don't care if it's not on my if it's not on my TV for me to DVR when I watch TV. I'm not going out of my way to watch it. And I'm guarantee you, I'm not the only person that feels that way. Well, I get what he's saying because it's like not like readily available, like in a snap of a finger. You you know, he didn't know it was on Twitch and eight out of 10 people probably don't know it's on Twitch. And another five of those don't even know what the fuck Twitch is. So like, you know, (laughs) he's not lying about you old fogey. (laughs) (laughs) um i understand that but i guess my thing my point is when something's talked about enough right when you when you're hearing consistently people go wow this is better than anything like if you have all these complaints right which a lot of wrestling fans do right now whether they're whether they're the the casual fan or the hardcore fan there isn't a single person watching wrestling that is completely happy with uh, wrestling. It's not always fun to watch. It is sometimes a goddamn chore. But when you're constantly hearing that there is a company out there that is putting forth an effort that is consistently not a chore to watch, I don't know. That's that's kind of why I like fell back into it and I went and looked at it, you know, because. You're just hearing how good it is, and you're like, all right, whatever, you know. And then it just pisses you off even more, all the bullshit that you got to watch when you watch Impact, because it's like, man, this is really good. Why can't this company do that? Why they can't that same, company do that? They have the same two hours that uh, the Smack, well, it's not on the same day, but you got to mean, like, we have the same a lot of time frame as a SmackDown or NXT. And well, AEW. what blows my mind is, like, WWE marks that really only watch that they're like oh yeah WWE is is really good and whatever if you think that's good but you won't 
watch Impact if it's available and you can just simply fucking watch it, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> Not to mention that a lot of a handful what of WWE stars it? came from Impact at this point. I don't think a lot of people realize that, especially the people that are new into WWE. I don't think they have any fucking clue. You knew AJ yeah. Styles was before you came before he came to WWE. Match I was out of yeah. town. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's. I don't honestly that is one hundred percent an exception to the rule because I I fully agree with that. There's there's some people blow like okay Samoa Joe. Oh, that's the next right? one I'm bring up. Mike. The fucking casual wrestling fan didn't know who the fuck Samoa Samoa Joe was. Right, he made it big in ROH. The reason he had partial piece of a name was because of the stuff that he had going on with Kurt Angle in Impact. Right, but overshadowed by the uh, popularity of Kurt Angle. So they're like, "Oh, who did Kurt Angle wrestle with uh, in this submission match that was really good?" Uh, Then they got to go look him up. So him just showing up on WWE is okay. A lot of people will recognize him, but not the casual wrestling fan. AJ Styles hit casual wrestling fans. You knew who AJ Styles was as a casual wrestling fan. The minute the name was brought up, you knew. Samoa Joe is different because you had to go, who? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You know, it, it took you a second. AJ, I know who the fuck that is. You know, majority of TNA Impact stars were based off of previous wrestling history in the business. You know, uh, the Dudley Boys. You know, they were in there. They were big. Hardy Boys, they were big. They were in there. You know, uh, Kurt Angle, when he went there, he was big. He was in there. AJ Styles, I believe, is the... He's an original. Is the only one that is just immediately recognizable that's TNA homegrown. There are other ones that are recognizable after you give it a minute, but AJ Styles is the name. He is the guy. He is Shawn Michaels 2.0. In the highest popularity of Shawn Michaels, that's what AJ Styles was on the independency without WWE. I don't even know if Michaels would have been that good outside of WWE because a lot of Michaels career is brought up by him fighting and being a piece of shit little bitch behind the scenes. Let's be very honest here. It doesn't change how good he was in the ring. It doesn't change how good he is on the mic. I'm not taking away any of his skills, but if he didn't have the clout that he had in WWE with another company, is he the guy that you put over? Or is he the guy that you think might be okay and we'll see, but we're going to keep pushing the other guys. You know, AJ Styles didn't have that fucking mentality. AJ Styles went in and fucking made a name for himself and became the biggest thing in wrestling outside of WWE. Second biggest thing in wrestling. Oh, outside of WWE. Okay. Um... I mean, and all, Street Profits, our number. Real quick, just, just add to that point of, of Impact. You look at a guy like EC3 who was super over in Impact, the champion and everything, and he goes to WWE. He no one knew who the fuck he was. You know, and, and I think that was one of the biggest, like, he wasn't in NXT long enough to build, to build anything on his own. They brought him up to the main yep. roster. He had that match against Dean Ambrose when he beat Dean Ambrose, and it should have been a big deal. But, you know, he pinned Dean Ambrose in the middle of the ring, and fucking crickets it was crazy. everybody's like who the fuck is like you you know barry horowitz got a bigger reaction when he beat uh skip than than, than ec3 got when, when he pinned a, a former world heavyweight champion and the uh fifth most over member of the shield yep one 
hundred percent. Um. Uh, no, no reaction out of you, Smitty, for that. Oh, no, I'm learning to tune you out when you go on certain tirades. <laughs> but it's also not wrong. Yeah. Nah. You no know, fun, Smitty. You should be fun. You should be fun. Yeah. What happened to you? Yeah. That's yeah. not drinking. Yeah. That's not drinking early in the morning. Man, you're boring. If this is how you're going <laughs> to fucking be, I'm not coming on a show anymore. You're going to get into <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> yeah, get into liquor. Fucking boring. All right. I'll send you some Jameson. You, you, ask <laughs> you asked for it. I'll be right back. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> Number five, the street profits. If, again, if we're talking about the amount of momentum, wins and losses, chemistry, activity, the fucking street profits barely lose ever in anything that they it, It's rare when they get pinned. Right. And it takes even in non title matches, they're usually the ones not being pinned. March 2nd, 2020, they uh, they got the Raw Tag Team Champions chips. Sorry. Which they never lost. <laughs> they turned it over to the New Day October 12th, 2020. Their reign was 224 days. Okay. March, uh, oh, there he just took a huge fucking swing. Oh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, March to October first. So March second to October first is the in this criteria, right? Another what seven months right there? Yeah. As tag take. team champions, barely losing. Chemistry activity it factor. Why aren't Street Profits hired? I can see Street Profits being at number three. Because again, I'm not I think North should be number one. I think they were much more dominant, much more over the place. I'm okay with Paige and uh Omega at number two. Street Profits should be number three. Easily. Totally agree. I totally agree. That right? no more and, new day. Because consistency. Yeah, but that but not as dominant, man. Right, well, dominance like, is not dominance has not been was not a criteria, was it? Uh, well, wins and losses. So, yeah, dominance is a criteria, right? Personally, um, I, I, I think Street Profits, I mean, I'm if I'm ever a mark for a tag team right now, I think it's the Street Profits. And, and you want to talk about it factor? I mean, it is plain as fucking day that they have the it factor, especially Montez Ford. He is fucking electric, not just on the mic, not just walking down the ramp with uh, – you know, as a tag team, but his athleticism just top to bottom and, and his teammate feeds off of that. Like they feed off each other so well, they're in ring chemistry. There's no reason they shouldn't be number three. Now I will also say Smitty, as, as you're talking about the new day's dominance, the new day do have three tag title reigns inside this one year criteria, Right. But again, it's three. That means you had to lose two times as well. Lose your belts two times. So that's I'm not saying they don't deserve to be up there. I'm saying that's why Street Profits are above them because they both had about the same amount of days in title reigns. Uh, New Day's first one came November 8th, 2019 as the SmackDown title, SmackDown Champions. 
Uh, they held that for 111 days. Then their next one was at uh, the Smack uh, April 17th edition of SmackDown. They held those for 93 days. All right, so already right there, you had 100. You're at 204 days, and then three days. You know, they, actually, no, I'm sorry. They only had two title reigns in this because that came October 9th. So two title reigns, a little over 200 days. Street Profits, one title reign over 200 days. Still haven't lost it from when they won. That would go into the wins and losses factor. That's why Street Profits should be up there in the top three for sure. Um, it's. I feel like this this list is just stupid. <laughs> like the more you read it, the more you read it, the more you get angry about it, right? Um, number six. Gorillas of Destiny, G.O.D., New Japan. Are they even a title holder right now? They're not a title holder, but they've, they've, uh, they just recently lost the titles like maybe two, three months ago. So they, they, throughout this year, they did hold Yeah, them. they have. They were uh, IWGP. Or, I, mean, I think they were IWGP tag champions either once or twice. But the pandemic has kind of slowed New Japan down too, so. They won't even operate okay, for a minute. But like Yeah. One hundred I fully agree with that. All right. So they're tag team champions. Let's go to it right here at the bottom. Uh Gorillas of Destiny won it. Uh for twenty days. They held it for twenty days, February first, twenty twenty, and they dropped it to Golden Ace, February twenty first, twenty twenty. Golden wow. Aces, and that's uh Kota Ibushi and Tanahashi. Yeah, but again, wow. Number six, and you had a 20-day title reign. They are members How of are Bullet you number Club, six? So. I don't care. That's not dominance. That's not wins and losses. That is it factor. <laughs> okay. I want to... Uh, this list is made for marks. <laughs> That's all it yeah. is. It's just Mark making up shit like that. But even like marks are going, huh? Yeah, because like I say, there's a lot of teams on here like, that are it, way lower. I think should be higher. Like I don't think that Rapungi 3K should be in the top ten. Um, like I say, there are teams that are like, um, let's see. I think like Jonathan Gresham and, and Jay Lethal should be higher on this list. They're currently the bottom tag team champions. And then Jonathan Gresham just won the newly um, reinstated pure title in ROH. And those guys have been on, really, have been on one hell of a tear. Uh, let's see. I think, well, the only reason Iconics made 50 is because, like, I think Iconics should have been higher because they've just been around, because how long they've been around, how consistent they've been, even though they pretty much lose all the time. See, uh, let's. I'm going through. Undisputed Era should be higher too. To where were they? Undisputed Era came to 13. What about um, Imperium? Imperium came to 41. Hmm. That's once again that one of the factors I think that fell under that was the fact that the pandemic, WWE, U, NXT UK was not operating at all. Mm-hmm. For a while, let's say uh, a team I'm a big fan of, the Rascals came at 18. 
they just fought their last. They uh, apparently have signed deals with NXT, and they did their last match for Impact on Tuesday. Uh, let's say, let's say, Bliss and Cross fell at twenty-two. Best friends out at twenty-five. Even though they've had some really good matches, the Good Brothers fell at thirty-three. The Viking Rangers 35. So, uh, yeah, but they were out of it. They actually had the 90 days off, and they just won. They weren't title holders in uh, WWE. Um, so in the criteria, 40 matches Gorillas of Destiny had. Guess how many they lost? 10. I will say it's less than half. I'll give you that. 10. 17. Smitty says 10. Nick, you said what? 17. Uh, Nick, you're closer. It was 15. 15 out of 40 matches you lost. You lost more than 25% of the matches that you were in, but yet you're considered a number 16. 20-day title reign, 15 losses in 40 matches. 40 matches in a fucking year. Yeah, I think you said popularity as part of the criteria for this. Instead of if factor. There you go. I don't think I even want to go any further into this fucking thing. Because number seven is the Lucha Bros. The Lucha Bros. I love them. Mm-hmm. Not top five. Lucha Bros. Not they won a title. Ten. Oh, wait. No, that's Lucha House Party. Never mind. Lucha, the Lucha Bros. Neither Bros. Are the, the Lucha Bros. <laughs> the Lucha Bros. Are, I think <laughs> they're the current AAA champions right now, if I remember correctly. You're just making up shit. That's not a thing. AAA is a, is a promotion in Mexico. <laughs> Triple Which would be that would be and over a year for those titles because they won those at all out in 2019. They, but, uh, maybe they defended them. They defended them. Yeah, I think they defended them. Okay, they so defended then them. it's been well over a year. Yeah. Uh, New Day number eight. Okay. Uh, Kabuki Warriors number nine and Rapangi 3K round out your top ten. What a fucking stupid list. The bus came at 11. <laughs> Who was number 10? Rapongi 3K. That's a New Japan thing. That's not a name. That's not a real name. You're just, you're <laughs> ribbing me with these names. Shut up, you old fogey. Are they the, 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 the GFBFW light junior championships of, of uh, Tallahassee tag champions no. then? Not that I know of. Show and Yo, they're managed by Rocky Romero, who's a good friend of the Bucks. You said what? This many gets to make up titles and names and shit I do too. (laughs) Smitty's uh, title is not made up. It is definitely the wrongest of BDR. Champion. Give me a belt. (laughs) Get your own fucking belt. They're managed by Rocky Romero. Oh, I don't want that. Sorry. All right. Well, Got to have it up. Have it to the old uh, title. You, you should break that up and put a tape over it and give it and give it to Smitty. Like the old hardcore right? title. <laughs> he, he's already fucked in it. I don't even know. I That's why it. it's still sitting on my porch. <laughs> it's on my porch on a fucking chair because I don't want to touch it. I don't want it in my house. It's disgusting. Did you really clean it, dude? I did. Not until he won it back like third the third time after being mocked enough about it. Actually, gross. I did clean it the first time. I did clean it the first time. 
The first, so you haven't cleaned it since the first time? I only fucked in it once. Yeah. He did. Oh, I touched <laughs> that title. Oh. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> All right, look, man, let's make some picks. Let's talk some picks. Uh, why can't I get to it? Events. View things. There we go. Edit predictions. I got Z's picks. He's not here, but I got his fucking picks on my phone. My iPhone Pro Max 12. Who gives a shit? Mm. Look here. Just because you can't keep a fucking phone on you. Mister, I lose my fucking phone all the goddamn time. Oh, um, most of the time I break them. Yeah, whatever. Survivor Series is tonight. 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 Uh, we're gonna Sunday, make Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, 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 Sunday. Kid seats, just five bucks. Uh, actually free because you can get in the Thunderdome. No, they're sold out. Uh, Survivor I Series in. tonight. You really? Mm-hmm. Are Call time seven forty-five. I dare you to fucking hit that thing at like six. Why not? Yeah, why? Like, why wait till seven forty-five? The show's already forty-five minutes in. You should hit that thing at like five thirty. See if it lets you in. You should hit that thing right as you get off this fucking show. I'm gonna hit it now. Just do it now. Fuck it. Do it while you're on the show. Yep. Do it. Can you do it while <laughs> you're on the show? Make your dreams come true. (laughs) Right, you'd be like Survivor Series, baby. I wonder if it's Zoom. Have that background on there. I wonder, like, okay, so like I've been accepted to SmackDown twice, and I'm just like, I don't want to watch SmackDown, so don't do it. (laughs) Like, I take somebody's spot, and I'm like, ah, fuck you, you know, and then I just don't watch. Um, I wonder if it's like a Zoom thing. If you have to be on Zoom, or if it's just. I wonder. Hmm. I've tried clicking on it at my call time and even a minute before. And every time I've done it, it says, uh, you know, sorry, it's full. Try again next time, you know? Yeah, you should totally do it right after we get off the show today. Yeah. See if you can get it. That'd be sweet. Then you wouldn't even have to get into our video chat for it. Um, All right. Survivor Series tonight. Going to have some fun. Raw versus SmackDown, definitely going to be worse than last year's Survivor Series because let's be fucking honest, NXT made that shit fun in 2019. Now 2020, and the only thing you got from NXT are the call-ups from NXT on certain teams. Uh, There's seven total matches. Six on the main card is what we're going through. Um, So we got the United States, the, the champion versus champion matches, the mid cards, U.S. title versus IC title, uh, tag team champion SmackDown versus Raw. Uh, then you have the women's champion Raw versus SmackDown. Uh, the Universal champions taking on the WWE champion. Then of course the two traditional Survivor Series matches: men's and women's Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Uh, again, way more fun last year with NXT when you had fifteen fucking people on that thing. But we're going to start off with the United States. Versus intercontinental title matches. Um, I'll read Z's off. And then Nick. Then Smitty. Then Walt. Then me. Because I am the champion. Fuck you guys. I rule. Not for long. Um, I have not had sex in that belt. You're welcome. Yet. No. Not doing it. (laughs) Mm -mm. 
cuts the leg a little bit. Much heavier than the other one. I only like one heavy thing around my waist when I'm having sex. That's her strap on. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, of course, Z sends these in the op- worst fucking order. Why didn't he just screenshot it? Like you told the me. son of a bitch is listening to the fucking show, and he just texts me. Uh, he did, <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "If there's seven matches, I'm picking SmackDown to win." Motherfucker, then send me a new screenshot. Uh, okay. First match, US, United States versus Intercontinental Championship. He has Bobby Lashley going over by submission. Uh, first to get a near fall, Bobby Lashley. Outside interference, yes. Match over 10 minutes, no. Nick? Same thing. Bobby Lashley by submission. Bobby Lashley would get a first to, uh, first to get a near fall, yes to interference, and no to over 10 minutes. All right. I have the Smitty. exact same. I have the exact same thing. Think the Herbert as will get involved. So have Bobby Lashley winning by submission. First to get an airfall is Bobby Lashley. Yes to outside interference and no to over ten minutes. Drink. Did you say? Did you say? Uh, uh, that means going to be fodder to the hurt business. There we go. Yeah. Right <laughs> uh, Walt, what you got? Clean sweep, the exact same thing uh, everybody else has, like verbatim. You got to say it. Do I need to say it? Oh. No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I'm cleaning my face. You're learning. You're learning. Multitasking here. So I got Does Bobby Lashley. Can I talk, Smitty? Okay. Bobby Lashley, my submission. First to get a, first to get a near fall, Bobby Lashley. Yes, interference, no to over uh, t- over 10 minutes. All right. Um, guys, I have to be very honest here. I did not go with the exact same thing you guys went with. I went with Bobby Lashley winning by submission with Bobby Lashley getting the first near fall. Uh, yes, there will be outside interference, and no, the match will not be over 10 minutes. So I went in a completely different direction than all of you guys. I'm sorry. Good for you. Good points. for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, everyone. Does what know about the fodder game? I don't know. The what game? We'll tell him. Fodder. Anytime we say the word fodder, you have to take a drink. And now we're at oh. three. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> explaining the game doesn't mean that he has yeah, to. Yeah, do that doesn't count. That doesn't count. But okay. Yeah. That's not that's not a word that's in my uh in my in my regular vocabulary, but we'll work on it. Also, wasn't a word in our regular vocabulary, and that's why it became the drinking game. <laughs> we don't make drinking games like Walt does, where he's like, All right, take a drink every time Donald Trump interrupts somebody. No, I can't do that because I would die. I would die. A five minute press conference would still kill me if I took a drink every time Donald Trump interrupted somebody. But those are Walt type of drinking games. That's what his drinking games are. His yeah. drinking games are decided to make you die. Not get drunk, die. Well, okay, in my defense, I just I say it as a joke. I don't want anyone to actually go out and do it. But, I mean, yes, I mean we, we, we did play the uh, the Dead Wrestler Royal Rumble drinking game, though. We did. I played that and one, too. that was fun. 2001? Any of them after, before, I mean, hell, 2005 and earlier. There's somebody dead in them. Yep. Uh, up next is the tag team champion versus tag team champion match. The Street Profits taking on the New Day. Uh, Nick, you're going to lead this one off, then Smitty, then Walt, then Z, then me. 
I've got the Street Profits going over by pinfall. Montez Ford making the pin. Xavier is going to take the fall. Nine aerial moves and eight legal tags. Wow. Okay. It's mini. I pretty much have the same thing, but I got Kofi taking the fall. So do your whole picks. Street Profits. Listen, I have the Street Profits winning by pinfall. Montez Ford, Payton, and Kofi Kingston. Five aerial, well, let's say, let's say aerial, five aerial moves and eight legal tags. All right. Well. So I have, uh, clearly Nick has been looking at my shit and I don't appreciate it, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Street right. Profits. Smitty says you said, got a great book. Nick, what? Makes the fall. Xavier Woods takes the fall. Um, I got actually seven aerial moves and uh, ten legal tags. All right. Z has, I swear to God, this is true, Street Profits by pinfall, Montez Ford pinning Kofi Kingston, seven aerial moves, and 24 legal tags. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we have. 24. I, I have the Street Profits also winning by pinfall. Montez Ford pinning Xavier Woods, nine aerial moves, and nine legal tags. Part, see, part of me wants to switch my pick on this one because I got to feel that Big E, like, even though it's brand supremacy, part of me feel like Big E may get involved and cost the Street Profits the uh, match. Because I don't know, like in the back of my mind, it's just like something that's floating around there. Yeah, or he could cause a new day to match and and huh? turn heel. Oh no, big. I mean, but, be... what, what if, would it really be a heel turn because it is Survivor Series rules and it's about brand, brand supremacy? Well, if you want to turn him heel, you you haven't turned on the, you haven't cost the street profits. That'll make him an automatic heel on Raw. Well, he's not on Raw. So. No, SmackDown. Let me SmackDown. Then I make an automatic kill on SmackDown. I mean, yeah, yeah, but then you don't get him in any type of. Thing. I mean, but but what's the payoff that for that though? If he help, if he costs us three profits, the match. What's the payoff? He's not in the tag team with anybody. Yeah. No. Exactly. See, see. But this is also WWE we're talking about. They would do something like that, mm-hmm. even though it. WWE themselves. They do a lot of things that make no lot. sense. Huh? That's true. It is WWE. All right. Next yeah. match. The women versus. Go ahead. What? I need right. a new drink. So much fodder. Yay. <sighs> Smitty, that bottle's halfway gone, bro. No, it's not. Only a quarter. Oh, Smitty, that bottle was full 10 minutes ago. No. I was past the neck. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm going to take a nap later. <laughs> Smitty's going to be dead. <laughs> Fuck. You're, yeah, till tomorrow. You watch Survivor Series, Smitty? No. <laughs> Smitty just... <laughs> Smitty reminds me of Paulie from Rocky. Just always is... <laughs> 
<laughs> always drinking, always has something to sip on. All right, women's champion versus champion match. Sasha Banks versus Asuka. Smitty, you're leading this one off. Man, y'all know I love these. Y'all know I love bitches. Oh, uh, I got Oscar winning by submission. First to secure a submission hole will be Oscar. This match will be over 15 minutes. That's it. That's all. That's everything there. Yeah, it is. Oh, submission so like well, road breaks. Is, um, no, three submission road breaks. All right. So I, I have Oscar winning by submission. With uh, four submission rope breaks, Asuka's going to be the first to secure submission hole, and it will not go over 15 minutes. We got more. We got more stuff okay. for you. Z has Sasha Banks by submission with three submission rope breaks. Asuka will be the first to secure a submission hold, and the match will be over 15 minutes. Nick? I have Sasha Banks by disqualification. Uh, three submission rope breaks. Sasha will be the first six secure submission and no two over 15 minutes. I think we're going to see Carmella make another appearance. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Wyatt. Uh, <coughs> I also have Sasha. Hello, Truman. Um, Nick made me do it. There it is. The first disqualification for Mike. There's always a DQ for Mike. <laughs> uh, Sasha Banks by disqualification. Three submission rope breaks. Asuka will be the first to secure a submission hold. And yes, this match will be over 15 minutes. Um, this is, this, still is, my this is one of those matches... Yeah, like, like, man, I'm really excited about this match. You know, these two have the ability to just tear it the fuck down, right? And be so good at everything they do. Um, it's, it's, do, you, do you think this could be the number one match of the night? This, this is a possible show stealer because these, these two women have a, lot of, they have a lot of great chemistry with each other. Uh, every other time they've been in the ring, it's been pretty. It's been really good, and um, you don't have the X factor of Bailey anymore inside this match. So if it's just a straight on one on one knockdown beatdown type brawl type type deal, or a classic wrestling match, this has the potential to be the show stealer for a Survivor Series. Okay. Uh, Not Nick, a fodder match. Nick, are you still there? Yeah, I got an alert that somebody was in my starting lineup that's injured, so I had to take care of that real quick. But I'm back. You son of a bitch. Doing fantasy football during your show. I had to do it. That's why. All right, so what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this one, Nick? Oscar versus Sasha. I agree that it uh, it could definitely be the show stealer because they've had a couple matches this year that were really good. And I didn't want to have to put disqualification because I would love for there to be a, a finish here. But it's just hard to see one of them looking weaker than the other right now. Not to say that they would even look weak, but it, it just I can't see one of them tapping to the other. I, I just can't see it, but definitely going to be one of the top matches of the night. Also, go ahead, Timmy. I would say to add on what the like you well, we mentioned how they had multiple matches this year already. Each one of their matches have had a wonky finish already. 
whether yeah. it was Bailey in the damn uh, ref shirt or the controversial pin. And it's just, there is, there's, they need, at one some point, they need to have a clean finish for these two. Right. I can't argue that. I thought it was coming this week. Well, not really. Um, my original pick was a pinfall. And that was because I assumed somebody was going to get involved and accidentally fuck Asuka when they were trying to mess with Sasha. Right? So Sasha would get a pin over her. Not a submission. Because obviously I think a submission is a little bit, little bit worse. Uh, next match, WWE Champion versus the Universal Champion. Drew McIntyre, your WWE title holder, versus Roman Reigns, tribal chief, the head of the table, uh, the Universal Champion. Uh, Walt, you're kicking this one off. All right, I'm pulling it up. Hang on, give me one, one moment here. All right, so I have, so I have no one winning. Yeah. Um, falls. I, I just other five near falls, fifteen minute match time, and no to two, more than two Superman punches. Uh, what did you say for the fall type? Other. Other. Okay. Uh, Which means a no Z contest. Has, yeah. yeah. Z has Roman by pin, uh, three near falls, 11-minute match time, two Superman punches. Uh, Nick? I've got <clears throat> Drew by disqualification again. Six near falls, 10-minute – no, sorry, 19-minute uh, match time, and no more than two Superman punches. All right, Smitty. I have Roman Reigns winning by pin, four near falls, 12-minute match time, and yes, some more than two Superman punches. Because they're going to make Drew look strong in this match. He's going to take more than those two measly-ass, whack-ass Superman punches. Well, okay. Uh, Roman Reigns, I have uh, winning this match by pinfall, five near falls, 16-minute match time, and no to more than two Superman punches because I completely disagree with you about the Superman punches, Smitty. You're wrong. You'll be wrong. You won't get to three points. It's a good day, sir. Um, I said well, yes to more Superman. More, so I said yes to more than two Superman punches. Why, why do you think that there's going to be a no finish to this? Um, because he likes them both. Well, I mean, yes, but also I just I can't see them having either one of those guys like being pen right now with 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 where they're going with both guys. Um, and, and, and also I, I like how they, how they did the previous program with uh, Randy and Drew McIntyre, where they protected both those guys finishers. You didn't see in either in any of those matches, no one kicked out of either guy's finishers, which I really like. It's kind of old school wrestling. You're protecting the finisher. And I think you're going to protect both those guys and you're going to have like something wonky is going to happen to where the matches gets thrown out. to no contest. That's all. And also, just because it's fun, I want to think other. I mean, not trying to win a charity thing here. <laughs> I mean, no, no. Hey, listen, listen. But I'm, not, I'm no longer the anchor on this boat, okay? I'm, I'm just climbing up. I'm climbing up here. So I'm, I'm feeling godly. I'm taking a risk. And then when I'm right, I get to rub it all your faces, especially Smitty, for being stupid. Uh, you'll always be beneath my boot, you fucking peasant but but i'm not though i did better than you i did better you than know. you i don't think you did better with the impact i don't think you did better I than you last one. Watch impact. 
Yeah, I overthought that one for sure. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I had people calling me about. I had people like texting me about this. I thought you were like, like, you had this and this and this and this, but like, but nope. But I picked this, this, and this and this. Yes, idiots. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just starting to go with my first mind again. I'm still keep going with my first mind. I appreciate how you think you have a mind. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Team SmackDown versus Team Raw for the women's eliminate. I'm sorry, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. I apologize. Um, women's elimination uh, so official Survivor Series match. Uh, Z is kicking this one off. He has Team Raw. First eliminated is Natalia. Most eliminations is Shayna Baszler. Lana is going to make the final fall. Bailey is going to take the final fall. Is there a sole survivor? Yes. Match time, 25 minutes. Eight interrupted pin attempts. Nick. I've got <clears throat> Team Raw. First eliminated is Peyton Royce. Most eliminations, Shayna Baszler. Uh, Lana is going to make the final fall. Natalia is going to take the final fall. Yes to a sole survivor. 24 minutes and eight interrupted pin attempts. All right. Smitty? I got Team Raw Dog winning. First eliminated, Liv Morgan. Most eliminations, Shayna Baszler. Who makes the final fall? Nia Jax. Who takes the final fall? Bailey. And no to a sole survivor. Sole survivor. 18-minute match time. time. 18-minute match time. Nine Interrupted pin attempts. All right. Well, so I got Team Raw. And the first eliminated, I want the surprise, uh, Nia Jax. Most eliminations, Bianca Belair, who makes the final final fall. Lana, who takes the final fall. Natalia, yes, with Soul Survivor. 15 minutes match time and six interrupted pin attempts. All right. I have Team SmackDown uh, winning this. Uh, Natalia is the first eliminated. Most eliminations. Uh, I've been going back and forth with this one between Nia and Bianca. Oh, I'm going to go Bianca as well because I had it on Nia. So Bianca with the most eliminations. In all honesty, we could see people just two. Uh, no, you know what? No, I'm actually flipping around. Bailey, I'm going Bailey. Bailey for the most eliminations. She's also going to make the final fall. Who's going to take the final fall? Fucking Lana. And is there a sole survivor? Yes. Match time, 22 minutes. Interrupted pin attempts, nine. All of you guys have Raw. Nick, you even have Raw, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm the only one on Team SmackDown. Why are you guys so positive that Raw is going to win? Uh, because I think the whole Raw brand supremacy is still going to go to Raw because that's still Vince's baby, even though it's shit right now. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think Raw, uh, I think it, what? I know they didn't have brand supremacy last year, did they? Um, no, NXT did. Yeah, so uh, I think oh, we go back to Raw. And I like the story of Lana going through tables every week for the last two months and her, you know, overcoming that adversity and being the sole survivor. You know, I think they're trying sole to make survivor. her into a real baby face. So. All right. Uh, well, why do you think Raw is going over? Because. Okay. Really. Uh, because. 
in-depth reporting there. But I, I, yeah. I, I, well, I decided to give a Smitty answer. You know. No, no, no. Say, he gives full answers. He just stumbles over every third word. Um, well, <laughs> I think that Raw is gonna is gonna come over because you know Vince loves Raw and he hates SmackDown and NXT and NXT UK. He hates all of those things. That's why he um, he puts them on. He puts SmackDown on national TV and puts the biggest star in the in, in the company on SmackDown because he hates because he hates SmackDown. That's that why I good. think SmackDown's going over. Uh, you did very well. That's in all honesty, the brand supremacy thing is this seems to be the tipping point right here because I think that's why I think SmackDown's women are gonna do it. One, Bailey's your star. In this entire fucking uh thing, Bailey's your star. So your star is gonna win, right? And uh, uh, I, I see. But the Raw Women's Tag Team Champions are on. I mean, SmackDown. I mean, WWE Women's Tag Team Champions are on Raw. Yeah, and I don't think in in any in a tag team style match, it doesn't make sense for your your women's tag team champions to take L, unless they get split up really fucking quick. Then the tag team champ, like if the tag team champions were the last two people, I would agree with that. But I think one of the first people gone from T-Raw is going to be one of the tag team champions. You, you Once you split up the tag team, there's nothing there to, to hold it. And Bailey's your star. And I think SmackDown is going, and I agree, that's why I went with this. SmackDown, is, I think, is going to be the supreme brand this year. So because of brand supremacy, that's why I'm going Team SmackDown. But again, if you guys think Team Raw is going to be supreme, it makes sense to go with that. Um, the men's Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Uh, Nick, are you leading this one off? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've got Team Raw going over. Um, Baron Corbin will be the first eliminated. Uh, most Corbin. eliminations. <laughs> Sharon Corbin. Uh, Keith Lee with the most eliminations. Uh, Keith Lee is going to make the first fall. Um, Seth Rollins is going to take the final fall. There will not be a sole survivor. Uh, five minutes before the first elimination and 13 near falls. All right. Walt. All right. So what are we on? Sorry, I like lost everything for a second. I had no idea. I- I said, oh, we're on the, the men's survival series, survivor series match. Okay. So I have Team Raw, uh, with Corbin being eliminated first. Most eliminations, Keith Lee, who makes the final fall. Keith Lee, who takes the final fall. Jay Huso, Noto Soul Survivor, on uh, time before eliminate, first elimination, two minutes and seven near falls. All right. Uh, shit, I didn't have Z's pulled up. Sorry, guys. It's my fault. It's right here. It's my fault. I'll go. I'll go. No, you don't have to. I got it. Uh, Z has Team SmackDown. Baron Corbin being the first eliminated. Most eliminations to Keith Lee. Who makes the final fall? AJ Styles. Who takes the final fall? Matt Riddle. Is there a sole survivor? Nope. Wait. Okay. You freeze or... No, no. I'm, uh, think about what I just said. 
He has SmackDown winning. He has AJ Styles making the final fall. Oh, he's being Z-tarded. Yeah. 100% Z-tarded. Uh, so we'll get him to fix that. Um, AJ Styles make... He, he says he changed. He's listening now. I changed it. Okay, send the picks. You're obviously watching, you, you piece of shit. That's funny. He's Because he can't be on the show because he's doing the thing. He's working. So... Uh, I'll need to see your pick so I can go over it. Um, I'm assuming that's the only thing that's changed. Uh, so Soul Survivor, no. 27 minutes is the time before the first elimination. I'm the one that's supposed to be drinking it in the morning. That's usually. <laughs> and nine near falls. And he said uh, Jey Uso is going to make the final fall over AJ Styles. Uh I'll also let you take time to Z. Did you really want the uh, eliminations to be the first elimination to be twenty seven minutes in? He did say he was high when he was making the picks. Right. I wonder if he thought it was like time of the match, and he went twenty seven minutes. Yeah, I thought it was match time. (laughs) He's got text. (laughs) Three minutes (laughs) is what he's switching it to uh, for the time for the first eliminations. Uh, Smitty, that's on you. All right. Did you go? No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, sure. Nick, I'm sorry. I kind of um, switched my whole card up here right now because I think this is going to be a tie now. Uh, actually, unless we, unless they count Brand Supremacy for the Battle Royal and the, the kickoff. Which allegedly they're doing. I think the main cards. Okay, so I got to. So it's a seven. So six minutes on the main card. Go no, over these picks no, right no, now and then fix your now. stuff off later. So tell me the picks for this. All right. So I got Team SmackDown winning. First eliminated is going to be Otis. Most eliminations, Keith Lee, who makes the final fall. Jay Uso, who takes the final fall. AJ Styles. Is there a sole survivor? Yes. And I think the sole survivor will be Jay Uso. So four minutes before the first elimination, 11 near falls. All right. I have Team Raw winning this. Uh, first eliminated, AJ Styles. Most eliminations, Keith Lee. Braun Strowman is going to make the first fall. Uh, Seth Rollins is going. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Final? Yeah, Braun Strowman is going to make the final fall. Seth Rollins. Why did I pick Braun Strowman there? Even I'm looking at that, going, "That's stupid." Uh, final fall is going to be Keith Lee. Keith Lee will make the final fall. Seth Rollins will take the final fall. No, there will not be a sole survivor. And the time before the first elimination, three minutes. And 12 near falls. Um, Nick, talk a little bit about this match, man. What uh, what are you hoping? What are you thinking? Could we finally see some... Because we were talking about this last week. SmackDown... WWE is putting a lot of future stars in these matches. Things that they could bank money on. This is one of those matches where, you know, Keith Lee... Keith Lee... uh, The rapist, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. um, You know... All these people could be doing big things for the company. What are your uh, thoughts there, Nicholas? Um, Keith Lee <clears throat> last year put on a great performance in this match. And I think this year being more well-known and the force that they're making him out to be, um, he's kind of been lately a little quiet. So I think it would be good for him to step up in this match and them to kind of push him a little further and, and be that guy for raw, you know, they're, they're, 
right now on Raw kind of battling for who's the captain and, you know, who's really got the biggest dick on the team. Well, it's going to be Keith Lee. So. <laughs> because he's black, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, stereotypes are real, bro. <laughs> Why Asian drivers, Asian female drivers suck. I literally saw that happen the other day. And I text Nick <laughs> yeah. about it. I text Walt and I text Z about it. I saw somebody getting off of the freeway and they stopped at the stop sign for the people who are on the service drive. Literally stopped other people backing up. She kept looking because other people were already at the stop sign. So they thought that she, she obviously thought they should go first. And then I looked and I was like, that's an Asian woman. It's fucked up. The stereotypes are real, but they're real. And especially about that fried chicken or watermelon. But if you don't like fried chicken or watermelon, it's not because you're black. It's because something wrong with you. I'll agree. I love watermelon. And I love fried chicken. I had fried chicken for dinner the other night. It was fucking delicious. I'm having it tonight. Um, All right. So, Walt, you picked Raw? Yeah, I picked Raw. Why do you think Raw is going over on this one? Um... Because I, I just feel like the way they built the team. Sorry, I, I'm doing spinning now again. Um, the, the way they kind of built up this whole thing with the Raw roster and them not getting along uh, coming up to it, I think it's kind of a swerve and they're going to sort it out and they'll they'll come together at least for a little bit. I, and I, I think, you know, they're going to use this to really shoot Keith Lee off into the stratosphere here because – he got he got he got a bit of a push from it from the Survivor Series match last year. It came down to him and Roman last, last year, and um, yeah. And, and now I, I think he, he takes that next step, um, just because I, I think he, he is the can be the future of not just Raw but of, of the WWE, and this is a way for them to, to put him over without having him have to interact with with Drew McIntyre right now. Or, or really, right. or, or losing any steam by by going against one one of the bigger one of the bigger names right now. So this is the perfect way for them to do that with him kind of reigning supreme and being the guy uh, to lead Raw to victory. If that makes sense, I fully agree with that. No, I fully I fully agree with that because that's why it blew my mind. I, I don't know how I had Braun Strowman to make the final fall. Obviously, <laughs> I think it was Keith Lee. But that's why I have a, oh. that's why I have AJ Styles going first. AJ Styles is that pin in there that's fucking everything up, right? It's his ego, his stuff. But it also makes sense if you have AJ Styles lose first and then Team Raw wins, he still has all the bragging rights on Raw post this pay-per-view. Because right. he was the team captain and they won, blah, 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 and sets up other stuff, right? So yeah. great things can happen by this, you know. And Keith Lee, I agree. Keith Lee is your dude right now. He is the dude. He is so athletic, so charismatic, so fucking good that it's stupid not to put them off. That's why when I was picking between, obviously when brand supremacy is coming up on this, uh, I was having to decide which ones. And Bailey being the star for SmackDown, Keith Lee uh, being someone they could shoot up. That's why I went each way with these. It just it just makes sense to do it, you know. Um, and especially with Team Raw coming out winning this for the men's side. If, the once AJ goes, 
They, there's, you know, there can be in another elimination. I don't think this is going to be a sole survivor. You know, I honestly think that you might see three of the team members still be there at the end of it. And that's what, why they win. Smitty, what are your thoughts on this match? So I went with Team SmackDown because the way to kind of build yeah. Jay Uso as a single star right now. Um, and that's why I think, like, it, like Jay Uso, if you want to solidify Jay Uso as a single star, him pinning AJ Styles as a sole survivor after everybody else is gone, that makes uh, it, it, it solidifies Jay as a single star. Like, he's been doing really well. He's beaten uh, guys like Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens. And what they've been doing with him and his whole Roman storyline has been really good. Yes, shut up, Walt. But um, so like if you wanted to put that final nail on the card, like this guy is a star. Him pinning AJ, pinning one of the biggest stars in the company, like AJ Styles, and being the sole survivor inside of his match, it carries on for his story. And um, it also kind of like it kind of uh, kind of puts a nail inside this whole Survivor Series. AJ telling everybody he's a team captain type deal. And it can lead into a whole another story between him and whoever else is on that Raw team. All right. Uh, up next is the brand supremacy. Walt, you're leading this one on. All right. So, hang on. Let me pull that up. Uh, I have... That's what she said. Uh, yeah, she did. So, <laughs> I have... Oh. And now you got kids. Two. Oh, I like her sometimes. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> I have Raw winning three, right? So, so Walt, the way this is like, there's a pre-show battle royale. Right. And then there's uh, six matches on the main card. So there's a total of seven matches. All right, yeah. So, all right, yeah, no, so so it is right because I I don't think there's going to be a winner with the the Roman and uh, McIntyre match. Okay, so that's where it is. So I have Raw winning three to two. Obviously, Raw being a winning brand. Three to two. So what two matches don't you think there's not going to be a uh, count for Raw for, for Drew? I'm still missing a match, yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I think he's not Battle counting Royal. Battle Royale. Yeah. Yeah, I still was. Yeah, I still didn't count it. Okay, yeah. So Raw winning four to two. Okay. Yeah, uh, that, that, that makes sense. Uh, Z has uh, SmackDown winning four, Raw winning three, and SmackDown being the winning brand. Uh, Nick? SmackDown winning three, Raw winning four, Raw being the winning brand. Smitty? SmackDown winning three, Raw winning four, Raw being the winning brand. All right, and I have SmackDown with four, Raw with three, and the winning brand being... Spectrum. And finally, the match card positions. Uh, opening Yay. match, third match, fifth match, and main event. Walt, you're kicking this one off. All right, Wait, no, you just kicked the last one off. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you kicked the last one off. I apologize. I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. Uh, Z's kicking this one off. Opening match, the Survivor Series elimination match for the women. Match three, tag title match, the tag team champion versus champion match. Match five, the men's Survivor Series elimination match. And the main event, the WWE champion versus the universal champion. Uh, Nick? I've got the tag team champion versus champion as the opening match. 
Match three is the women's champion versus champion. Match five is the men's Survivor Series elimination. And the main event is um, men's champion versus men's champion. Okay. Smitty. So I have the opening as the tag team champion versus tag team champions. The match three, United States versus Intercontinental. Match five will be the men's Survivor Series. And the main event will be the will be the Universal versus WWE. All right. Uh, I have the tag team champion versus champion match opening. I have the women's champion versus champion as the third match. I have the women's Survivor Series elimination match as the fifth match and WWE versus Universal Champion for the main event. Uh, again, this is a Survivor Series that looks like it could do some stuff for future players on the main roster of WWE. Obviously, it's not. Uh, it doesn't have the hype that last year's did with NXT. So I guess I got to ask then, uh, where you where you hoping where you hoping this kind of ranks for you? Well, we'll start with you. Well, you didn't ask me for my match position. Number one. I didn't? Me over. No. I'm sorry. It's because I can't see your face. Oh. oh. <laughs> Go for uh, it. Well, sorry, brother. Well, here's the, I want to change it now because I have exactly what Smitty has, and that bothers me a lot. I have the opening match for the tag team champion versus champion, and match three, U.S. title versus IC title, match five, uh, Survivor Series elimination match men's, and then the main event, the WWE title and the Universal title. I have the exact same thing Smitty has, and that that concerns me a great deal. Well, could be worse. Could it? Could be Z. Yeah, it could be worse. Z's high all the time. So that's why you know. I forget things. <laughs> <laughs> Are you keeping it or changing it? I'm I'm gonna keep it. Gotta keep it. But fuck you, Smitty. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what are your expectations for the, for this? <laughs> what are your expectations for this Survivor Series? Well, I'm expecting to to get all my picks right and and finish the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> Idiot. Um. Oh. Oh, but seriously, uh, I'm ex- I'm I'm honestly expecting it to be like a, a six out of ten. I think if it if it's a six out of ten, I'll be happy. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm, there's only really two matches I'm really looking forward to seeing, and that's a, the uh, New Day and the Street Profits and Drew and Roman. The other matches are kind of like, ah, eh. really? Yeah, I mean, those are ma- even I, the men's Survivor Series match. I mean, I'm like, I want, like, I'm looking forward. To, I'm not excited. I'm not over the moon to see it. You know, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for it. It's just like, all right, that's gonna be cool. You know, I'm not, I'm not, right. I'm not particularly like super excited for this debut. I'm not like a ten out of ten. Like, oh, I can't wait to watch Virus Series tonight. I'm kind of like, oh, I'll start. I'll I don't think any it. of us are. I'll, I'll start watching it at ten o'clock, so I can fast forward through parts if I want to. Fair. I mean, uh, Nick, what are your thoughts, Mister Survivor Series background? Um, I'm hoping for a 15 out of 10. Um, 
No, I, I'm hoping for about a seven. Um, yeah. You know, last year's Survivor Series was, it was pretty good between everything happening with NXT. And I think that's where we had, um, isn't that where we had Adam Cole and Pete Dunn? Yep. Um, yep. You know, and, and that match was one of the matches of the year last year. Um, so I, I know that it's not going to live up to that, but I, I am hoping for um, about a seven. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to that Street Profits New Day match. That's one of the matches on the card that I've really been looking forward to the most. Um, but I, I hope we do see some surprises and some things that, you know, maybe we weren't expecting. So, Smitty. Um, Bragging rights is back, so that's where I'm looking at this. Um, I expecting at least a six out of ten. Um, we're looking forward, like I'm looking forward to the black on black crime. That is the tag team champions versus tag team champions. And uh, man, you always make things so racist. That's that's what I do. <laughs> then um, I'm looking forward to the women's match, the uh, SmackDown versus Raw women's titles. SmackDown women's versus Raw women's title match. And like I said, we I mentioned earlier, that has a possibility to be a show stealer. Uh, we've known these women to do really good work together. So those are the two matches I'm looking forward to the most. And bracket rights. I'm more excited that War Games is finally coming back. That's not a part of this at all. Oh no! As we talking, like I'm just looking at my scorecards. This was coming up. I haven't been up to date on NXT. I'm sorry. Are you? Are you okay? You're drunk, yes. aren't you? No. <laughs> yep. Slight buzz. I did go through like most of a quarter of a bottle. We're finishing up now, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for watching. So much for listening. Check out breakingdownthering.com. Get your own ring crew merchandise. Again, if you go to the charities uh, area on there, you can you will be supporting the Trevor's Project with the Pride shirt, and you will be supporting the NAACP Legal and Defense Fund if you purchase the For the People shirt. Uh, thank you again so much for watching. So much for listening. We are your ring crew. Smitty. I see, All right. I Wally Drip Drip. There he is. We'll try this again. <laughs> I couldn't hear shit for a minute. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, okay. We're we're exiting out. So Smitty, Walt, you, Smitty, nineteen, me, the all Mikey one, Mikey himself, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for watching. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>